feel stressed out by the holidays and feel like tearing your hair out? Happy holidays! Well, if you feel like that, here's my top five tips for coping with and getting through a stress-free holiday. Now, who doesn't feel some level of stress or pressure over the holiday season? And it doesn't matter what kind of festivities you celebrate throughout the year. There is going to be stress and pressure and expectations and all the things that lump into feeling incredibly stressed and just actually glad that the holidays are over, which is such a shame. So I've got five tips to be able to help with coping and also having a stress-free holiday. Tip number one, all about giving gifts. Giving gifts. So of course, we love to be able to give gifts to family or friends or the wider community perhaps. But a lot of people do feel the stress and pressure of giving gifts. And quite often it comes back to what I call my three A's or triple A acceptance, approval, or attention. So we have to be really careful of the reason why we're giving gifts to each other. Is it for that attention, approval, or acceptance, or is it because we really want to give? So within giving gifts, what's really helpful is to actually ask why. Why? Why are you giving this gift? Now, in certain cultures and uh, corporate life, there is something quite often referred to as Secret Santa or a a different kind of name. But really what this is about is teams within corporate organisations, they put the names in a hat and then they pull out that person's name and then that individual has to buy them some kind of secret gift. Oh my goodness, the stress and pressure that that causes. So perhaps we need to be asking bigger wider questions as to why would we be doing that? Why are we giving that person a gift? Is it just out of routine and habit or is it for a deeper purpose? So other than asking why we're giving gifts, what can also be helpful is to recognise any resistance. Now our mind, body, emotions are all connected together. So once we start noticing certain bodily sensations to do with resistance, it gives us the awareness to start questioning what it is we're resisting against. Is it something to do with a person? Is it something to do with the amount of money that you are expected to, to give? Or are you giving for the wrong reason? And that's important to be able to establish. You're giving for the right reason or for the wrong reason. And are there alternatives? So for example, if you are part of a team in uh, a corporate or organisation, would it be better to put all money together that you might have spent on a gift and give it to charity? Or perhaps uh, go out as a team, um, sort of team group after the holidays to be able to just get to know each other a little bit better rather than having the stress of having to give a gift always questioning, doubting, is it enough, is it too much, and all the other stresses that come into something like that. Or if it's family, maybe it's giving wider family gifts, maybe you're not so comfortable or you don't necessarily know the reason why you're giving gifts in that way. So could you then um, suggest giving something to charity or perhaps finding a different option to suit? Okay, so step number two, saying yes, and no. 
Now, the reason I say this is because how many times in a holiday season do you keep saying yes, 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 I'll do that, yes, I can, agreement, yes, people pleasing. How many times have we done that over the holidays? So this is all about saying yes to the right things, but also learning how to say no and saying no in the right way. So we have this innate built-in ability to keep saying yes, to please people, to not want to disappoint them. So of course we don't say no and we keep saying yes. And on my video, High Functioning Anxiety, I cover all about people pleasing and the way to say no. And the reason why so many adults wish they'd learn earlier in life to say no and to say no in the proper way. So before you say yes to anything else to do with the holiday season or perhaps other things, is first of all, pause. Take a moment. You wanna find the gap in between what someone has asked of you or asked you to do and also your response. And in that gap, you will find what works for you. You will be able to think more clearly and more rationally whether the decision you make is going to be appropriate, not just for you, but also the other person. Because quite often we say yes, 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 and then we do a half-hearted job or we don't meet the expectations of the person that asked us. And then it causes other stresses longer term that hangs around. So you find the gap when someone has asked you, pause, breathe, breathe deep into your belly. Now, when we're stressed or any kind of emotion, we breathe generally from our upper chest. So everything speeds up, our thoughts, our reactions, all sorts of things. So first of all, pause and breathe. Slow everything down just to a point where you can think more clearly. This then helps you to be more realistic. You wanna be more practical. It's not practical to keep saying yes to everything. And the rub of that is somebody might then have a slightly different opinion of you if you keep saying yes. I can't be comfortable. Maybe they start thinking that it's a disingenuous yes, that you're doing it to please them, and that's not always good for any kind of relationship, whether it's work, family, or other. So be more realistic and practical in the reason of you saying yes or saying no. And sometimes get used to saying no. No is a good thing, but of course there's a way and not of doing it. So of course just barking no at somebody or uh, defensively or reactively saying no when you're really stressed. So here's a good suggestion. No because, or no thank you because. And what you're then able to do is fully explain to that person. Maybe you've taken on already too much or that you're already busy or something else. So you're kind of peppering it with a subtle way of being nicer about it rather than just a straight no, but it's still a no. Be comfortable with it. You're not disappointing anyone and at least that person knows to go and find somebody else or to find a different option rather than you saying yes, you've got the pressure, they're not necessarily quite sure you're gonna do the best job because of how much you've got on already and so it creates balance. No because is a really helpful way to say no when it's appropriate. Step number three, ask for and accept help. Now asking for help is a strength. 
we need to get used to it. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, I'm not okay, or I need some help or something else. We've got to sort of take off the layers of uh, showing perfection and that we can handle everything, particularly us women. You know, all this whole kind of super women, we can do everything. Asking for help is a strength, so get used to it. The other thing that perhaps you may not have considered is that when somebody can see us struggling, all of a sudden they are wanting to help us. So if we don't ask for help or perhaps we um, don't accept their offer of help, we're actually denying them the ability to be able to help and make the best use of their resources rather than seeing us struggling. So when we start spinning it and flipping it to somebody else's point of view, they can see that maybe we're overloaded, we're getting stressed, we're not enjoying the process, and maybe they can help. So allow them, allow them and accept the help that they're offering. It's still a strength. And finally, be more relaxed about things. You know, so what if it doesn't quite happen in a particular time? In fact, that's quite a good phrase sometimes, so what? You know, so what that it doesn't necessarily happen in the way that you expected it, but it still happened and it was okay. So what if you had to ask for help? That's not a weakness, it's a strength. So be more relaxed about things, asking and accepting help. Step number four, conflicts. Handling, disagreements, conflicts, arguments, whatever kind of holiday season, when you start finding that wider family and friends start to get, to get together, there is going to be someone somewhere at some point pretty pissed off. Fact. It just happens. So we have to know how to handle that better. Now there's probably going to be a number of contributing factors that cause that to happen. It might be something like over sugar, uh, sugar highs and lows, maybe overindulgence such as drink, and perhaps a lot of lack of sleep. Sleep deprivation can cause us to react and uh, sort of cause bigger conflicts, disagreements and arguments that don't necessarily need to be there or don't need to get as bad as sometimes they do. So we want to know how to handle and perhaps resolve some of the conflicts that might come up in holiday seasons. One of the questions perhaps is to ask, does it really matter? Can you let it go? Is it factors like too much sugar and overindulgence, too much drink, or perhaps just small niggles within a family? Now, if you've got siblings and you're adults, then it doesn't matter how old you are. When you all come together, there is still going to be the hierarchy of siblings and how you all behave around each other. It's just, it just happens. I've noticed it in my family. I've had friends and others sort of comment that when you all get together, you just take on the hierarchy of where you are in the pecking order, so to speak. So it might be small family niggles uh, that come out when you all get together at holiday seasons. So is it something that can just be let go of? You can just ignore or sort of laugh off, you know, uh, and not make so much of it. And a way to dissolve and resolve conflicts is being able to use the right kind of communication. So often when a conflict or argument is starting to bubble away, then the wrong kind of communication comes out, almost like the finger pointing, the you and things like that, which cause other people to get defensive or to react against what's being said. So what we need is a simple way. In a calm way, going back to point one about pause and breathe, 
You can also then use I think or I feel, depending on what, what works for you. I think or I feel, whatever it is, because. Giving an explanation. Using because is such a powerful way to dissolve and resolve certain things. It gives people a certain explanation or perhaps a different perspective of seeing things. And finally, perfection. Let go of perfection. Create your own rules to some extent. Who is saying that your holiday has to be perfect? And what is perfect anyway? If you're using social media or media as the benchmark, no wonder you're stressed. Because they're all there to show that you haven't got enough or yours isn't enough or what you're doing isn't enough. It's all created to be very negative and unhelpful, very stressful. So first of all, switch off social media. No email, no social media. And stop looking at all those perfect images that you can see. Switch off the adverts on TV that show all those perfect, happy families all together with a perfect label, a table uh, set out. Turkey mum, just try and stop me. Get rid of those. Let go of the ability or thought that it has to be perfect. Make up your own rules. You know, have a, a level of adaption to certain things. And again, going back to the so what? So what if the meal is 10 minutes later than you'd originally planned, but actually it was really tasty and every, everyone had a great time? Sounds good to me. Doesn't matter whether it's 10 minutes, even 30 minutes later. Really doesn't matter. So let go of that ability or thought process that it has to be perfect and you have to be perfect. Going back to asking for help or accepting help. Now, when we do, quite often we have a certain expectation of the way that it's to turn out. But everyone is different. So unless you're actually telling somebody step by step exactly how you want it to be, that's not always natural and not always helpful in when somebody is helping you, then accept that it's not your way. So for example, you might have kids and you've asked them to set the table in a particular way or so that you've got enough plates and cutlery and everything else you need on the table. But it's not quite the way you would do it. Does that mean it's wrong? Does that mean sometimes we get so stressed and reactive that we say, oh, forget it, I'll do it myself. What you're actually then doing is training that individual not to want to help you in the future or to get so worried that they're not going to do it your way. So when you ask for help and accept help, let go of the fact that it's not going to be quite your way, but actually it teaches other people things. It teaches kids how to be responsible and how to be creative and how to develop their own sense of doing things their way. As long as it's done, accept it, be okay with it. It's also important to care less. I don't mean be careless because over the holiday season we definitely do not want any mishaps or accidents. But this is about care lessing or care less about what people think. Care less about the fact that it's not perfect. Care less about comparisons and judgments. Now there's a difference between caring less and attitude. It's not that because that's almost going completely the other way. What we want is a sense of expectation and standards, but also that level of flexibility to learn how to adapt and to just say, that's okay, to accept it the way that it is. 
And finally, whatever you do over the holiday season, it is all about presence, being present, not about the presence and the gifts that you give. The best gift you can give to anybody at any time in any holiday season is yourself. Be present. Switch off your phones and your devices and everything else. Let go and care less of some of the things that aren't really that important and be present. Enjoy the moment with your family and friends because this moment is all that we have to enjoy together. So I hope you've liked my five top tips. Remember to like, share, and if you haven't already, subscribe and leave questions and comments in the comments box.